In the end, we all try to find smart ways to be productive, right, in a new, fully remote environment. So personally, that really helped me as a customer success professional as well, to just think that way and be flexible and compassionate and understandable towards myself, but also towards my customers, who are also now all working from home. Gainsight presents the Game Changer Podcast with host Adam Joseph. Hello, and welcome to the Game Changer podcast brought to you by Gainsight. That clip was from today's guest, Elise Mayer, Senior Customer Success Manager at LinkedIn. Today, we're talking about the personal impact COVID-19 has had on the CSM, the state of customer success in France, establishing clear communication guidelines with your team and customers, and job opportunities for the customer success community in France. And now, your host, Adam Joseph. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Gainsight Game Changer podcast. I'm Adam Joseph, and I'm the Director of Customer Success at Gainsight. As I've uh, stated previously, in these podcasts, I really want to explore some of the really important topics within the world of customer success that are either rarely or briefly spoken about, but also highly topical. And there can absolutely be no more topical subject at the moment than the impact that COVID-19 has has had on all of us on so many levels, both on our personal and business lives, and of course, the impact that we've seen within customer success. Now, in this podcast, I am delighted to be joined by Elise Mayer, who is a senior customer success manager at LinkedIn and based in Paris. And we're going to talk about some of the impact that that she has seen personally through COVID-19 and some of the trends within Paris, and also some insights about the state of play of customer success in France. Elise, a very warm welcome to you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. It's great to be be back and to (laughs) virtually reconnect, even though the, I would say, the circumstances are quite different now than we uh, when we last talked. Uh, I think it was a year ago. It was, it was. It's amazing how quickly time flies and how quickly the world changes as well. But more of that to come. Why don't we kick off for those who haven't heard you before? Tell us a little about yourself, your role, your background. It'll be great. Yeah, perfect. So a little bit about myself. Perhaps as a starter on a personal level, I'm actually, I'm a working mom of three, which means also finding and keeping a proper work-life balance, now probably even more than ever, and obviously enjoying all the goodness of Paris and of France, which is actually my second home country, even though it currently means staying away from, for instance, the French Riviera, which is one of my favourite spots. And on a professional level, well, I guess you could say that I am a customer success addict. I'm really a customer success advocate with a strong background in talent acquisition. I actually started my career in the ETA industry 12 years ago, and after a group managing position in a, a global industrial company, I had the opportunity almost eight years ago to, to build out my career in customer success in the SaaS industry by joining LinkedIn. So that's really my, I would say my background, just a, a few a few words, and I'm very much looking forward to jumping into the customer success trends and challenges currently, Adam as you were mentioning, uh, because we do have uh, quite some challenges uh, in front of us linked to to COVID, right? 
Exactly. I can't wait to dive into that. But just before we do, I'm always keen on these podcasts to discover a little bit about the person rather than just the topic. So particularly at the moment where we're all spending more time at home and potentially even rediscovering hobbies that we've done in the past but forgotten about or even picked up brand new ones. What have you been doing at home in terms of new hobbies or pastimes that you're involved with? Right, other than just keeping busy with everything. Exactly, just being a a mum and and everything else that comes with it. I know. So I guess that I rediscovered in a way, I mean, I spend a lot of time with my kids as well, really try to focus on spending time with them and helping them, for instance, with school. So I guess that something that I also enjoy in my work as a customer success manager is just making sure that I explain everything in a way that is understandable for them and really trying to be creative about any type of, I don't know, topic that we spend time on. And one of my hobbies as well, which I fortunately have much more time for now is, is gardening. So it's one of the activities that I'm, I'm not the yoga type of person, <laughs> for instance, but gardening is just another example of just clearing your head and yeah, spending time in a very nice environment. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've got to admit, I'm not exactly green-fingered. I love having a go, a bit like in the kitchen. I'm, I'm very willing, but the, the end results never <laughs> seem to put in with, with the effort that I, I try and be successful with. So look, we want to talk about some of the impact from view, your viewpoint from a, a COVID-19 perspective. I mean, so much has been written, been spoken about, and everyone's perspective is slightly different. And one of the reasons I was so keen to get you to hear from you, Elise, wasn't just because of COVID-19, but it's it's how you're seeing the situation in France as well, because so much is written from a US perspective or a UK perspective. I, I feel that the voice coming outside for the, the rest of the world, particularly in Europe, hasn't really been heard that much, or at least I haven't from my viewpoint. So I'm really keen to understand if we can kick off How are you seeing the viewpoint of the world right now and how that's impacted customer success generally when you talk to other CSMs uh, across the the French region? Yeah, it's an interesting question. And I do agree with you, Adam, that so much has already been written, obviously, because we are all in the same situation, right? Whether you're a customer, whether you're a CSM, we are all facing the same challenges. I mean, if I look at the current situation and in particular how the pandemic has changed customer success in France. Obviously, if we look at the macro level, the government here in in France has actually started rolling out a number of precautionary measures, one of them obviously being to close down all the borders and then also asking all the companies to actually close their physical offices and start uh, really asking all companies to remote or to to offer remote policies, right? So all of a sudden, all employees and all employers found themselves in a situation of working from home. And that is actually, for some companies, depending on the industry, a really, I would say, new, it's a transition, right? It's a huge change. Because depending on the industry and the company you're in, some of them might not be that tax savvy, might not have an IT infrastructure that is well adapted or well equipped to offer remote work. So one of the things that I think that I've seen here in in France also by working closely with my customers is that not everyone was actually prepared or well equipped to work from home, to work remotely. 
And so what it meant was in the first couple of weeks or so, customers were as well just thinking and seeking of of new ways to be productive, right? And find alternative and creative ways of just keeping up with the business. And what it means from a customer point of view is that as a CSM, obviously, you have to be flexible and, and understandable and empathic when it comes to working with your customers who are facing these challenges, right? So offering a fully remote work environment, if you are in a company that is actually, first of all, not always allowing flexible work arrangements like teleworking, as we call it in France, or a company that's not comfortable or actually adapted to working from home, that's a huge game changer. And that really takes time. Yeah, what what I've seen as well, digital transformation generally, which might have taken months previously, is now having to be done in weeks. (laughs) With that speed can often come a few bumps along the way. Now, I'm not sure how previously for you personally, whether you were used to working from home, if you did it, you were in the office some days and at home others. But how have you found the transition between what you were doing before to being fully at home now? You mentioned you're a working mum as well. And that obviously, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I'm a dad to two teenagers and that's challenging. So to have young children and try and be productive uh, and keep focused is is difficult. How, How have you done it? And would you have any tips or advice for others who are maybe just for the first time trying to negotiate and, and work through this balance of trying to be effective at work, but still be, you know, committed at home as well? Well, it's an interesting question, really. I'm sure that a lot of us started asking ourselves these questions in the past couple of months anyway, right? And I'm absolutely happy to share a few well, takeaways of keeping up productivity. But I'd like to start by just saying that we, again, we're all in the same situation, right? Surely, depending on your personal situation, you may or may not face some additional challenges, as you were mentioning, or even frustrations of having to uh, to, to balance all of a sudden work and uh, personal life. But really, in the end, we all try to find smart ways to be productive, right, in a new, fully remote environment. So, Personally, that really helped me as a customer success professional as well to just think that way and be flexible and compassionate and understandable towards myself, but also towards my customers who are also now all working from home, right? And it can be challenging already under normal circumstances, but really we move now when we are all working from home during the COVID time, it really is about accepting the situation as it is, embracing the change. And that's another thing. So I'd say that there are two probably distinct elements in in being productive, right? First of all, it's really setting yourself up for success, setting yourself, your organization, your team up for success. And and the second thing is probably trying to balance your work-life situation. So first and foremost, in order to be successful, I would say that obviously the tech side should be in order. So what I mean by that is just ensure that you, your team and so on, that you're well equipped with the necessary tech and productivity tools that you ideally have your own workspace, even if that means like working from a non-traditional office, which in my case means working from one of the kids' bedrooms, right? Mm -hmm. And really for companies that are not very familiar with working from home, this shift towards that remote workplace can be challenging and If you're in that situation, I would definitely challenge my employer 
on ensuring that the basics are in place, right? Secondly, you have to ensure that there's a clear communication around basically everything, your expectations, how you'd ideally like to work, regular check-ins with your team, but also with your customers. How would you ideally prefer to work? Would you prefer to work either in the morning, in late afternoon, and so on? So how can you actually ensure to build in a, a cadence and a structure? And also, how do you ensure that you keep in touch with your team and with your customers, like avoiding potential isolation? That's another thing that I think during the pandemic, everyone started to think of in a different way, right? Definitely a topic that's currently being addressed, whereas previously during normal circumstances, mm-hmm. probably we wouldn't spend as much time on that. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, I would say just regular catch-ups, checking in with the customers, continue with your business as usual in a way, but then in a virtual format. That I would say works really well. And I was just then thinking of how can you actually ensure a proper work-life balance, right? That's the second component. I think, again, it's very important to set expectations there as well and set boundaries, as you would typically do when you leave the right, the physical office in the evening to get back home. So I think it's all about creating an environment where everyone feels happy and safe and where your health and, and well-being are prioritised, right? I think for me, and I'm, I'm talking here from personal experience, it's it's very much a kind of a, a learning curve because what you should do in terms of, you know, when you should start working, when you finish, but then things come up throughout the day that might then impact on your time or productivity, might mean that you're working at strange hours. And that line between what was, for me, previously quite and not an easy line but I, I found I'd got myself into a system of working that I was very comfortable with and there was bookended each day by a commute either to an office of where I work or to my my customers premises and that you the commute in and the commute out really bookended my day and then it was easy to distinct between when I was at home and when I was at, at work I think doing everything fully remote has just for me been a bit of a, a learning experience and something I'm still working on to be totally transparent, but I'm getting much better at. And so what's interesting to me, I, I very often I hear the question is, when will we get back to normal? And I, I don't think the normal as we used to mm-hmm. know it, we'll, I think right. we'll ever really get back to. I think we're, we're going to find a new normal that will be different to where we are now, which is in obviously a COVID-impacted world, that will be different from the pre-COVID world. There will be a post-COVID world. And how it relates to our work within customer success will be really interesting. Whether we'll find many more companies now who have obviously had to shift very quickly to a fully remote staff and dealing with customers remotely, whether that will there will be elements of that that still linger on. The fact that organizations are much comfortable having a work-from-anywhere type policy. What do you think, if you if we think about six months in the future, which seems crazy given how quickly things are moving, do you, do you think that given what we've had to do during the COVID period, will remain long after COVID hopefully goes within the near future? Well, it actually it really intrigues me, right? I personally, I love working from home, even though, as you mentioned, it can be a learning curve. It's a change. If you're not used to it, you definitely have to be thoughtful of just building out enough time to just close down your laptop and spend time on other things. But really intrigues me is that No one has the perfect answer yet, right? 
even when I was in college, I was interested in like teleworking, remote working policies and how employers would actually create an, a working environment with enough flexible working options. So I guess that I was always interested in the future of work and what it actually could mean. I think that what we now know is that the well, the coronavirus has forced millions of families to work from home, right? So I know that if you just focus on the news, I mean, experts say that remote work might become the new normal. And I, I agree with what you were saying, Adam. I think that there is already a shift going on. There's a trend towards normalizing remote work that perhaps was already some sort of normality, for instance, in the US, whereas in Europe, and in particular in France, again, depending on the industry, there's a huge step still to make, right? So I guess that COVID, in a way, has positively impacted uh, the acceleration of flexible work arrangements. And I think that there can definitely be um, a positive side of, of this whole situation. Well, that nicely leads me on to the final topic that I wanted to talk to you about, which is some of the trends that you're seeing within France specifically. I mean, for me now, and I'm talking generally, not location specific, customer success has never been so important. <laughs> In a world where sales, uh, new business sales are, are increasingly difficult, every business is, in order to spend money on, on new services and products, is coming under increased scrutiny, and rightly so. So it's, it's all about keeping your existing customers making sure you're achieving those objectives and that's where a lot of your growth will come from so the mantra that we really believe in is if now's not the time for customer success then when this mm-hmm. should never it should never be rele- as relevant right. as it is today what are you seeing in terms of again think from a, a french perspective is that carrying is that mantra true as, as you see it or are you seeing even some organizations reduce their customer success resource to the point of furloughing and laying off the entire customer success function. I'm really interested from your your standpoint and what you're seeing from a French perspective. Yeah, well, I mean, generally speaking, I think that we can all agree that COVID-19 has definitely changed the the landscape and, and customer success as a whole, right? And I guess that in addition to a number of somewhat more universal challenges and opportunities that we all face, then there are also country and industry specifics. There's two things I wanted to highlight, really. First of all, there is the impact on your customer base, right, on your customer portfolio. And depending on the industry they're in, it can actually mean from a customer success perspective that you'll have to be flexible and probably adapt your way of supporting them and providing business business services, right? So I would say that it's all about being flexible with your customer, starting to listen very well, understanding their business needs, and then being able, once you've asked the right questions, to adapt your customer success activities, right? Now, the other side is that if you look at the customer success trends, there is a huge amount of opportunities available in the customer success field. And that is across all the different industries. So if I look at the current trends in France and job opportunities available, for instance, in customer success, there's numerous opportunities available for customer success professionals. And I guess that 
the qualities and attributes that we as customer success professionals currently use and what makes it so good in our in our job just showing compassion being empathic and understandable and being able to adapt ourselves very quickly to our clients and also showing that we are very client focused like client centric and long term based partners i guess that these attributes can ultimately also transfer to other professions right oh for sure i mean it's customer success has always been a, a highly a profession that's always been highly transferable in terms of skills, both with people coming in to customer success and people who have been in customer success and then moved on to to other roles. I was talking to a CSM yesterday who has just moved into a head of product role, which is incredibly exciting to see how these really highly customer-centric skills are finding applications in different roles across the enterprise. It's a really fascinating time. I was also looking at some of the statistics for France at the moment to get a sense of the state of play of, of customer success. And just on LinkedIn alone, there seems to be um, 1,300 roles for customer success. It actually seems to be trending up when I've been looking at that since we've been talking over the last couple of months or so, which is also encouraging. So there are definitely in a time of great uncertainty in the world generally, I think it's encouraging to see that customer success is one of those functions that actually seems to be growing and thriving, which I think can only be encouraging for the future, right? Oh, absolutely. And I I mean, if... Again, if you focus on specifics here for the French market, as you may recall from our last podcast, I guess that I mentioned last time that there is still a huge opportunity for clients to embrace new technologies and become like digital savvy. And the fact that everyone's now working from home has also forced some companies to rethink their way of offering services, right, and embrace virtual learning opportunities, for instance. Mm -hmm. So I guess that customers who are probably, who are not used to online learning, for instance, and embracing like new tools and virtual tools, there's a huge opportunity still for companies. And as a customer success professional, I think it's really important to really show the human face as well, right? Whether you are uh, working with a new customer or whether you are very much focusing on an existing customer and leveraging the long-term partnership, it's really important that you focus on your customer, I would say, background and that Mm -hmm. you be able to offer them the right type of support. And again, I couldn't imagine that some of the key attributes of customer success as a profession will be more in demand and could also apply to other roles and businesses, as you were saying, post-COVID. So let's just wait and see what, what that will bring, right? Exactly. It's hard to predict what, what next month is going to be, let alone six months or a year in the future. Well, at least thank you so much again for your time. It's always fantastic talking to you. I always learn so much from every conversation, and I'm sure everyone listening to this would have picked up at least one or two great takeaways from what you said. Can't thank you enough for your time and look forward to when we talk again. Thank you so much, Adam. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Gainsight Game Changer podcast. Please follow, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about all of our episodes, please visit Gainsight.com.
This podcast is produced and edited by StudioPod. To learn more about their work, go to studiopodsf.com.